I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, welcome back. It's Morgan. Today I'm sitting down with Coach Sean. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're super excited to hear from you and hear about your adventures the past few years and your team and just get an insight into your guys' lives. And so one of the first questions I wanted to ask you today is if you could tell us about some of the highs and lows of your season. Um, you know, we had a great season this year. Uh, we were really happy with what we were able to accomplish. Um, you know, going back through the history of the program, um, this is probably the second best season the program's had um, to date and wow. the best season that I've had here uh, in, in my five years. Um, you know, it, it, we were really successful and, you know, I have yet to been able to win a conference match in our conference tournament. We finally got that out of the way and checked that off the list. Um, got, you know, we were able to compete and finish in the top three in the conference and, you know, really felt that we had um, the ability to, to push into the, the conference championship match, but just fell a little bit short. Um, but we're lucky enough to get an at-large bid to the NIVC. And this is the only the second time in program history that we've been able to make the postseason. So it was something to really be proud of as a program and then just these, these, this individual team. I'm, I'm glad to hear that this has been like the best season yet since you've been there for those five years. I think that's awesome. Is there anything in particular that you'd say helped you guys this year? That's a great question. Um, I don't know. It, you know, every single year is a little bit different. Um, you know, I go back to 2017. Our season was really kind of a, a breakout year um, mm-hmm. during my time here. And it, it was, you know, just some great chemistry out on the court and, and off the court, uh, just with everyone on the team. And whenever we got in tough situations, you know, the fifth set uh, of a match, you know, we just really felt comfortable, like we were gonna come out on top. And, and for the most part, we did in 2017. And we returned to everybody in 2018 um, from that team in, in 17 and wasn't there for whatever reason and, and it should have been we should have been a whole lot better but um and it and, you know you can point your finger at a couple different areas of you know maybe if this was a little bit different or maybe that um but for whatever reason it just did not work out the way we thought it would in 2018 so to be able to turn around for this season and to have everything click again was it, it was great to see it was great to be part of um and we just, you know, found a way to, to really kind of make each other better and uh, get through those tough situations, whether it was a, a point in a match or a stretch in the season. Um, it was just a really good group from a chemistry standpoint. I think chemistry is huge. You know, that, that's what helps takes, takes teams far. And I, I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a huge thing. I mean, you can have all the talent in the world, um, but, you know, if they don't click in certain ways, it just – just doesn't work um and you can be you know you can have a little bit less talent than some teams but you know if you're constantly working together you believe in each other and you and you trust each other uh you can take you really far getting through that adversity together i feel like that chemistry helps helps teams push through adversity yeah completely agree yeah Uh, well thank you so much for sharing that and i'm curious sean how how did you get to be a coach what's your story there you know well 
I started playing volleyball. Um, my sister is four years older than I am. And, you know, she was playing and kind of really just the, the start of club volleyball. Um, and it, it was much smaller than it is today. Um, but they were still traveling all over the country and, and, and had big tournaments. Yeah. And, you know, I was lucky enough that uh, Mick Haley uh, was the head coach at University of Texas at the time. And he had a son, Heath. It's the same age as I am, and he wanted to make sure that he had had the ability um, to play. Um, so he started a boys team, and my dad was really just kind of like, you know, well, do you want to go out and try out for it? I mean, you're going to be stuck in the gym anyways because of your <laughs> sister, so you might as well try it. And uh, I did. Fell in love with the sport. Um, turned out to be, you know, pretty good at it, and and you know, went on and got recruited by a bunch of programs, but um, men's volleyball, you know, opportunities as far as a scholarship standpoint is, you know, is way different than at least female volleyball yeah. getting full scholarships. So I ended up going to Texas Tech and, uh, and then just started coaching camps um, just to make some extra money. And, and it was, it was entertaining. It was something to do during the summers. Um, but I never really thought it would take me towards coaching. Yeah, I got out and graduated and got a taste of, you know, the real world and, and actual jobs. I'm like, nobody likes this, do they? <laughs> uh, and so I was like, I was looking for something else to do. And, um, you know, had the great opportunity, um, still having connections back to uh, the coach at Texas Tech, Nelson. And he had one of his former players, Scott Swanson, got his first head coaching job at uh, UTEP in El Paso wow. and said he was looking for an assistant and you know I had been coaching club for a while and and really started to kind of fall in love with that different side of the game and and wanted to take a shot at this to see if it was something that um, you know I really wanted to do and, and luckily enough you know Scott saw something in me um, to be able to hire on as an assistant and I've been in you know college coaching ever since and it's just uh, I can't imagine doing anything else. So what would you say is like one of the biggest things you've learned since being a coach and going through those experiences? Great question. I have no idea how to answer that to tell you the truth. I mean <laughs> the biggest thing I mean it you know went into it just kind of eyes wide open and having no idea you know where this is going to go yeah. um, as far as profession and, and just my life in general, um, you know, and, and we talked about a little bit earlier about travel. I mean, just the ability with this job to travel all over the country and just see different parts of it is, is just an amazing opportunity. So I've never would have experienced all the things that I have as far as travel across, you know, different parts of the States um, if I didn't have this job. And, and just to be able to, you know, learn from many different people and to be able to experience all those things around the country. Um, I think kind of roundabout answers your question, but I don't know um, if I could put a finger on just the most important thing. Yeah, well, and I can see why, because there's so many different things that you learn, like from coaching, um, getting where you're at and, you know, loving the sport and like all of those things. I'm sure there's so many different things you've learned that you can't pinpoint one. And so, I like that you mentioned um, travel, how you get the opportunity to do that. Um, are there any travel experiences that you've had that like stick out to you or that are very memorable? 
Well, you know, in my 20s, uh, well, I was lucky enough in, at Texas Tech, um, one of our roommates was from Budapest, Hungary. Wow. And, you know, being able, you know, just be friends with him and learn about his culture from over in, in Hungary was great. And then, you know, once, you know, we got out and graduated and had some disposable income, you know, uh, myself and another friend uh, decided we were going to go visit Zoltan on over, you know, in Europe. And so we flew over there and, you know, landed in Germany um, and then just really kind of traveled all around, you know, Eastern Europe and in, ended up down in Budapest. Uh, we went to Vienna, Prague, you know, we were in Berlin, um, Cologne and Dresden and, and just did a bunch, uh, you know, that we could fit in in about two weeks. And just, it, it was an amazing experience, um, you know, from, you know, all the way just kind of the backpacking hostels uh, to hotels and then just, you know, being able to end up and see where Zoltan grew up and just kind of put, you know, you know, something right in front of you of all the stories that we had heard, you know, through college. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that was just a great experience. And that was the first time that I've been out of the country for an extended period of time. And uh, it, it was really fascinating to see other cultures and just be able to live that for a little while. That's so cool. I love that you mentioned um, living different cultures, like seeing those different cultures, because it's crazy. Even going like state to state or country to country, every, everywhere is so different, yet the same. It's interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the, uh, you know, the Mark Twain quote, and I'm not going to be able to do it justice, but, um, you know, <laughs> travel is you know the worst thing for prejudice and you know bigotry and things like that i mean once you get out into the world and you can experience someone else's culture firsthand i mean it, you know it's really hard to uh think of them as other people i mean it's just we're all the same yeah oh no i love that quote thank you for sharing that i've never heard that that's so cool and i guess this next question it's a little bit change of flow but what is one thing that no one knows about you that you could share with us today? Well, I have uh, punched Dolly Parton in the face. <laughs> I'll explain that. Um, and I actually, this is kind of my go-to uh, response to this. So I mean, less and less something that people don't know about me. But um, back when I was like three or four years old, Dolly Parton kissed me on the cheek and left makeup on me. And so I socked her. And uh, yeah, just something a little bit different. My uncle was Dolly Parton's road manager for a long time years ago. And so my family had the opportunity to have different experiences throughout the years with uh, Dolly Parton, whether she was on tour or just doing different parts of, you know, of her career. And that's always something that, uh, you know, my parents and my mom will love that story. And there's a good picture of it, of me taking a swing at Dolly Parton because she left makeup on my Oh, that is hilarious. Thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> I'm excited for people to hear that story. <laughs> that's good. Yes. Well, perfect. Um, if you're an athlete that's wanting to play for a team or university, what would your advice be to them specifically? Great question. Um, you know, I mean, I guess there's a couple different ways I could go about this. Um, one just being, I guess, be prepared um, for it to not be easy. Um, you know, everybody and, and, you know, pro athletes will say this all the time is that, you know, they're always the best, you know, middle school, high school, and then they get to college and then everything's equal or, you know, that next step from college up to pro and then everyone's good and you've got to really, 
you know, put the effort and the extra work in to be able to be uh, successful. And, you know, I think a lot of the female athletes that come in had always been the best on their team, whether it's high school or club. And then they get to the collegiate level and it's not easy or the person next to you is just as good as you and you don't stand out quite as much. Um, and I think just to have that preparation to know that, you know, you're going to have to work on parts of your game that are not your best and you can't always just rely on it just being naturally easy. Um, there's going to be plenty of times where, you know, practice throughout the weeks are, are not necessarily to make you better at what you're already good at, but to really focus on the things, your weaknesses. And that can be difficult for some, for some players to really just focus on, I'm not good at this, whatever that is. And I've got to sit there and do it, you know, day after day after day and, and, and have a lot of failure involved in that, but eventually it's going to pay off because you're going to be a better player because of it. Oh, no, I couldn't have said that better myself. That, no, that's great advice to players. And I think I love that you mentioned, like, go a little bit harder. You know, you're going to be, have equal talent, but keep going hard and, you know, try a little harder to be a little better, you know? Right. I love that. Just a little bit of extra effort, I think, takes, you know, athletes the longest way. So thank you for sharing that. That'll be good for people to hear. And I guess what's your next adventure, Sean? Well, in today's situation, I guess just going to the grocery store is an adventure, isn't it? Um, yes, no, I feel that. <laughs> it really is. I mean, and so I'm in Louisiana right now, which is kind of hard hit um, with all of this COVID-19. Um, so yeah, your daily trips out to, uh, to get just, you know, groceries is interesting. Um, you know, right now, uh, we had planned a family reunion trip to Nashville for the Easter holiday, which got canceled. Um, so, you know, I'm not exactly sure what is on tap for us next. Uh, going up to my in-laws, we drive through Missouri and we constantly pass the Ozarks and we keep saying all the time that, uh, you know, we've got to go for a camping trip and do some hiking up there. Um, awesome. So that might be the next, you know, thing that we plan, you know, once things kind of, you know, back to normal a little bit. And we want to get out and, and have some adventure. Oh, I love that. No, I'm excited for you guys to, to get out. I think um, when teams go over, it'll be fun because people will be so excited to go out and, you know, do, do fun things again outside. So I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. Thank, well, thank you. you. Yes. No. And thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. It's been fun um, listening to you and just getting to know your team better, you better. And thank you again for letting us get a glimpse into that. Well, I appreciate you having me. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.